Welcome to episode 57 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg, and my guest, returning guest this week, is Mr. Guy Searle from the MyMac.com podcast. How are you doing, Guy? Hello there, Dave. How are you doing today? <laughs> uh, I just knew that Mr. Magoo was going to come out with the, yeah, the beginning yeah. of that show. I, ju- I just figured out that I could do a Mr. Magoo. So, you know, I had to just kind of get ready for it. <laughs> Magoo, uh, you've done it again. Oh, no more. No more. That's okay. enough. <laughs> I'll be good. Be good. I'll be good. So, uh, we're here today to talk about all things iOS, and we got a lot of got an action packed episode packed here today. Lots of a good amount of news we're going to talk about, as well as uh, we've got uh, a couple topics I threw out there today. I wanted to talk about buying an iPhone, how, how to choose the right iPhone. I want to kind of discuss that a little bit. I think a guy would have some good uh, insights on that, as well as we'll have a little bit of a uh, discussion. I'm going to use the word lightly about. Apple services because uh, mm. some services are are good, some are hmm, we'll question. Mm. And I got a pack filled with some tips here this week, so let's uh, let's cool. dig let's dig right in and uh, get into the news here. First first story that caught my eye was it looks like iTunes is gonna go away. Should we cheer? Yay! It's on uh, nine to five Mac uh, with music for Mac OS coming soon. They're gonna come up with an app just for music. The legacy iTunes features will probably more than likely disappear or they will spread to iOS. Well, yeah, iOS does have its music app and it has it as its podcast app. We'll talk about the podcast app in just a minute. Uh, but based on the reporting they're talking about, it looks like uh, they're expecting versions that will be separated uh, on the Mac, but uh, will uh, translate over to the, to the iPhone and iPad too. Uh, is, is this a long time coming? Because I think iTunes was really a bloated piece of software, honestly. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, you know, iTunes probably outlived its its usefulness yep. when the iPod disappeared. Uh, the the problem that I think a lot of people are going to have, though, it's becoming less and less of an issue, right. is how to manage media on your iOS devices without an all encompassing piece of software that will handle that. So if you have, does that mean that when you plug your, I I assuming that you do this still, because a lot of people don't bother anymore is, you know, iOS devices are becoming for some people, their only computing device. Right. Uh, But if you have a, uh, a Mac or even a windows PC and you plug in your iPhone or you plug in your iPad and you want to put, um, Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever. Uh, How does that mean you have to go to the the movies app to do that? Does it mean you now have to go to the music app to put on a Foo Fighters album and to manage podcasts? You know, because it's the the problem is they they've taken out a lot of the functionality of iTunes, but they haven't really put it into iOS in such a way that it's it's easy to manage. You have all these different apps within iOS to to try to manage your digital content and it's just not easy. Right. What instead of, you know, what we don't need really anymore is iTunes for the Mac, but it sounds to me that we're coming to the point where we need something like iTunes for iOS. And I, and I guess the question will be too beyond the music, beyond the podcast, beyond the content um, there's still a lot of people out there that like backing up their devices with iTunes. They don't want to sure. back and they don't want to back it up with uh, uh, with the iCloud anymore or, or with the iCloud. I do well, all my backups. A lot of times you so. can't. You yeah. can't back it up to iCloud because Apple, in their infinite wisdom, only gives you five gigabytes of space. Right. Which I think that's that's a whole other debate. They 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 need yeah. to they need to come up with some uh, they need to come up with some more. Uh, uh, there's more uh, space for people. That's default. I mean, come on, the space doesn't cost them that much. Well, why why couldn't they increase it? Maybe to ten, or ten to fifteen gigabytes. I mean, come on. I mean, there's plenty, well, there's companies giving away twenty gigabytes. With with photos, um, I I don't I don't think photos counts toward your five gigabytes. Right. Is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. Well, then why not have your iOS backups that also don't count. Correct. That's whatever that's, storage plan you have, and that's where the problem is. Well, you got third-party companies, third-party software like iMazing. I think, and that's a great yeah. piece of software. I think that's going to be more and more of a, of a tool that they'll take a look at. I've talked about that before. Uh, iMazing.com. It's a it's a great product. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the other thing you got to be concerned about what's going to happen when people are so used to doing their backups via iTunes. It'd be interesting interesting to see what Apple does with that. So uh, moving on, like I said, we were going to talk about was the podcast app. Again, in 9to5Mac, they uh, talked about uh, Apple Podcasts now supports web playback episode pages and more. Um, so now what they've done is they've added uh, – uh, an option which is kind of cool that they really never you never were able to do that before on on the apple page the website that you go to for the actual podcast yeah. and be able to listen to it on the web if you so choose so they added that and then they also put some some nice uh, more features as far as episode pages and, and differences there and a lot of other things which i i thought was pretty cool i don't know what your thoughts on that is Spotify, Google yeah. podcast. Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry, that's Sorry. the thing. Yeah, Spotify, all, yeah, Spotify. That's the other thing too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All Spotify these, all is these, buying yeah, all up these the other companies. aggregators. All these other aggregators yeah. have had this functionality built into it. Now, this was, I mean, and this is a, a classic case, and it's not the first time that this has happened. Right. Of Apple creating a, a space, a space online. And then letting third parties kind of take it over. It, it's right. kind of the reverse Sherlock effect, right. if you know if you know what that that phrase means. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Apple was was essentially. I mean, there's a reason why they're called podcasts. Yeah, is because it all kind of started with with the iPod, and little by little, uh, you know, other aggregators have come in with with more functionality, and and you know, iTunes has become. I mean, besides being a, a repository for RSS feeds, that's basically all it's all it is now. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 good that uh, that they're staying competitive with that. Um, and I mean, there's lots of podcast aggregators out there, um, and I, I've done reviews on them. We'll talk about that in just a while a bit here too as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's 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 good to see po- Apple keeps going because I was never a huge fan of Apple's podcast app, but. I tell you what, us, us as podcasters, you look at the the, the analytics of who's listening and where they're listening from. You know, I got I got a podcast. Fifty six percent of my listeners are using the Apple Podcast app, so it's pretty hard to not resist. Yeah. looking at that. Uh, but that, at that. I mean, con- considering that you know, this is an iOS show, that shouldn't come as too big well, of a shock, though. No, I'm not talking about other. Pa- I mean, my horse racing yeah. podcast, which is not. And, well, that's uh, true. That's and, true. Yeah, and there's still. That. I think there's still that. That kind of gives me a kind of a comparison between this show and my other show, which is non-tech. And uh, you, yeah. def- you get uh, you de- you definitely see that there's still a lot of people out there using uh, uh, using the Apple Podcast app as their primary source of, of aggregating their podcasts. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, check that out uh, if you if, if you so you so uh, do well, use actually, that. Well, so. bef- actually, that's an interesting topic. Before before we get off this, yeah. uh, f- for for people who don't follow this kind of thing, remember that Apple has worldwide somewhere between ten to fifteen percent of the overall smartphone market, right. with Android having eighty five percent. But then you you read about a statistic like this, where Podcasts, whether they're tech related or, or or not, overwhelmingly are going through Apple servers, going to Apple right. devices, and right. Android just kind of seems like an also ran. It's all over the place. So, but no, sorry, I, I didn't mean to hijack. No, no, not at all. It's a, it's it's a it's a good it's it's a good uh, discussion about Segway. that yeah. and understanding. You know, that <laughs> Android users are out there too. They're not listening to the show, but. They're they're out. They are out there, and they do listen to podcasts too. So, um, next topic: uh, YouTube TV. Do you are you a subscriber to YouTube YouTube TV? You know, it's weird. I was just looking at that this morning. Uh, not just YouTube, but a, a couple of the other cord cutting services. Yeah. And uh, something that because I, I was I've actually been in the process over the last four or five days of writing something for mymac.com in, in relation to cutting the cord and, and services of this type. And they're kind of doing the things cause I haven't looked at it in a while, but they're now kind of doing the things that in the article I'm saying they need to do, which is get local channels in. you, you put in your zip code and you have all the local channels that yeah. you, that you had before. And, uh, I, I think we're getting to the point where cable companies basically get stripped down to being internet service providers. Right. And yeah. And, and people have a a wide variety of different services. You've got YouTube, you've got Hulu, you've got, um, 
Oh God, there's like six or seven of them now oh, that are, are major players. CBS All Access. I, I you know I pay for uh, that. For, yeah, I know I it's annoying. It's annoying, but I pay for it because I want to see Star Trek Discovery. I mean, but it's it's really annoying. And sometimes you want to boycott and and do other things beyond buying yeah. their service, but it, it, it's it's inevitable. That's what's ended up happening. But well, yeah, well. The, uh, well, the topic was going to be, the, the the article was this is in my in oh, rumors. Well, I just want to bring into bring it into the into the, okay. the discussion of the article. Uh, YouTube TV is going to increase their price from uh, the the intro price, which I actually had the plan. It was thirty five dollars a month, which was a freaking bargain um, for what it does. It's going to go up to forty nine ninety nine a month, so that's a pretty good big increase. The it went from thirty five to forty, now it's forty nine. But if you have it built through Apple, you have to pay an extra five bucks for that convenience, which I mean that'd be pretty silly that you'd be paying for it through Apple. But the big thing is they are getting more networks, and that's what the kind of my struggle was with um, with YouTube TV. What my thrill is of YouTube TV is I can watch it anywhere. It's not like my cable service. Yeah. My cable, like Comcast, I have the Comcast X1. Yeah, it's great. X1 is a great t- technology. Works great. I can't watch my local channels wherever I am. With YouTube TV, where, if I'm anywhere in the Chicago area where I live, I can watch it. If I'm in Las Vegas, I'm still going to get the local channels, but it switches over to the Las Vegas local channels. It knows because it, it's based on where I'm, my, where I'm on online on, my, on the internet. Uh, so all these channels are available. They just now added the discoveries, uh, discovery channels uh, as part of this uh, increase. So you know, rightfully so, they they need to uh, they need to be able to uh, to to cover that cost and you know. Sure. But uh, to have this type of service in your pocket all the time, I love it. And you know, it's going to make me think twice. You know, once my t- contract runs out with Comcast. Uh, do I really want to do that anymore? And, you know, of course, kind of get the wife on board with it, but <laughs> that's, yeah, always, that's the challenge. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, it changes change. I got her to change when we used to use TiVo. We had TiVo. And we loved TiVo. TiVo was great, but TiVo was just, was not innovating. And then it was getting very expensive too. You had to buy, you know, the boxes and all that stuff. And it wasn't mobile friendly for a long time. Then they, they came late into the game for mobile mobility because mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to watch my shows on my iPad and you couldn't do it. And you know, now you can watch it anywhere. So it's really great. Um, but you're talking about the other services like Sling TV, Hulu, uh, right. Direct TV now, which was garbage. I mean, I, 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 uh, I subscribed for a couple of months because they had that deal where you got a free Apple TV. <laughs> so I, yeah, oh, I'll check it out for three months and then cancel it right away because it's AT and T. I just, I just, I'm not a fan of AT and T at all. Uh, uh, and now they've got uh, bought Time Warner. They're gonna make they're gonna make HBO even worse. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> uh, but uh, well, th- you know, the thing that that astounds me is that. The uh, some of the other companies that are starting to get into this right. are the cellular companies, Sprint yeah, well, and T-Mobile. T-Mobile, and and a few of the other ones yep. are are now also talking about provi- and especially when you consider that we are one to two years away from ubiquitous five G coverage, which right. will give you, in theory, eighty to uh, one hundred up and down. Right. which is more than fast enough to do all of those things as well as doing things like what we're doing right here, you know, doing live casts and, and podcasts and, and all the rest of these things. And, you know, these are things that you couldn't do right. with 3G and 4G and LTE and, and all these other ones because the bandwidth just wasn't there. Right. And and now cellular companies are coming and saying, well, you know, cable companies kind of dropped the ball here with their, with their little monopolies everywhere. Oh, and, See that this is this is the important bit. The reason why cable costs so much is because there was really no competition. No competition at all. Right, right. And now that people are cutting the cord, you've got you've got ten to twenty different providers that have roughly the, the same service, and they have to compete not only on quality, but they also have to compete on price. Right. So it's it's just. It just really is. Uh, it really is a decent service. I would check it out. Um, it's going to go up, but you know, it, it might be something worth your while. I mean, uh, it, it incorporates a lot of things with YouTube, and uh, you know, YouTube has its premium service, uh, which I mm-hmm. have. I pay for too. You know what? I think it's worth it for not having to watch all those darn commercials on, on your YouTube videos. Uh, so you can add that service plus music. So I mean, Ugh, so annoying. It is annoying. So, but it costs money, unfortunately. But you know what? I, I don't mind it because I enjoy YouTube. I think most of us do. I got to pay a little bit for it, and you know you, you you get to enjoy it. So, uh, and you know with with it being on your mobile device, with uh, with it being on an iPhone or an iPad, you know I have the iP- I have the 10s Max. You know, I in- 
be able to enjoy a lot of the videos on that really large screen sure. and, and not necessarily have to watch it on my iPad. But, you know, what, when it is on my iPad, oh, it's a joy. It really is. And just being able just to sit down and watch it. I mean, I have the 11-inch iPad, so it's iPad Pro. Uh, so really way, really great, great way to enjoy it. So um, other other news that caught my eye, this was on Ars Technica. Uh, Netflix is ending its AirPlay support on iOS, mm. and it's an ongoing souring of Apple relationship with Netflix. And I'm kind of not surprised about this. Um, you know, it kind of is a bummer because we all love Netflix. I enjoy it. Um, I mean, granted, yeah, I could watch Netflix on my iPad with the app. There's no problem with that. But it was nice to be able to airplay it over to your to your TV if you so choose. But you know what? Netflix is everywhere. I mean, it, it's it's incorporated in the X1 with, with Comcast. It's incorporated with all the smart TVs nowadays. You can sign yeah. into your app. It's on the Apple TV. It's on a Roku. I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, Netflix was very smart when it came to putting their their services on every device imaginable so i don't think anybody's gonna be too too terribly uh, uh, disappointed about this but i think it's it, i think it's just more of a you know what apple here it is to you for for us uh, we you know we don't want uh, we, we don't want it anymore especially when they announced airplay where uh, it's going to be available you know on smart tvs too so yeah i don't know what you thought uh Honestly, I think uh, AirPlay is technology that has outlived its usefulness, like yeah. iTunes. You know, we're, we, we have devices that are big enough to watch the things that we want to watch. And like you said, most of the digital services that, that people, you know, like most people are interested in, Hulu and Netflix and even, you know, the, the, the movie services, HBO, Showtime and so forth. Yeah. Besides having apps on your iOS devices, you have them on your Roku, you have them on your Apple TV, you have them as built into your smart TVs. And AirPlay just, I, you know, I cannot tell you, the, the last, actually the last time I used AirPlay yeah. was to quickly throw a YouTube video that I thought was great to show to my wife. And that was probably sometime last year. Yeah, and then YouTube is the YouTube is on all those devices we just mentioned too. Yeah. Besides, yeah. besides that, so so no, I agree. Yeah, so I don't I don't think anybody's going to be crying too much about it. So, no. um, other article uh, this was on Mac Rumors, and I think this was around most of the news uh, sites. Uh, record eighty three percent of surveyed USA teens own an iPhone. I'm not surprised about this at all because, you know, I, I'm one that always looks to see what pe what phones people have when I'm walking by. I say, oh, look, iPhone, 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 Android, iPhone, iPhone, iPhone. It's always – I'm always going to – I'm always pretty much seeing people have iPhones. Um, but uh, it was uh, it was an interest, it was an interesting uh, stat to see that it's an all-time high here in the fall of last year because uh, it had – it had dropped a little bit, but uh, the popularity is is uh, still a good sign for Apple with among teens because that'll bring them in and they'll stick with it when yeah. they're an adult. So, uh, I'm not surprised. No, uh, an interesting statistic is uh, Apple has somewhere in the neighborhood of an 85% retention rate right. when it when it comes to you know when people want to get a new phone if they already have an iPhone at least 85% of them are going to buy another one. Yeah. So when analysts come out and talk about, oh, well, there was a there was a dip in, in iPhone sales from this year to the next, it's like, oh, shut up. Because <laughs> they're, they're going to turn around and two to three years later, all of these people that bought, you know, the, the latest iPhone last year when they had this great big gap. Actually, a prime example of this is the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus. Because people had been begging Apple for a large phone for a long time, and when the six came out, you can look at the the sales statistics between the five S and the six, and mm -hmm. it's not even close. It was this incredibly huge jump, right. and then. When the 6S came out and the 7 came out, they were all like, well, look, oh, there wasn't nearly as many phones sold as when the 6 – it's like, damn it. Come on, man. You know, they just they just got all of these people to buy new phones because they were bigger, and they're not going to buy another iPhone, most of them anyway, uh, until their 6s or their 6s's run out. So, you know, I, I'm sorry. Analysts drive me completely – insane and i could use other words but i won't um <laughs> yeah yeah i i don't understand this obsession 
uh, with iPhone sales from analysts. And it's probably a good, I am actually, I am actually delighted that Apple is no longer releasing those numbers. Yeah. Because it, it makes no sense. All, all they're doing is throwing gas on the fire. No, it, it's definitely smart. So, uh, so anyway, it's no, no surprise to us, uh, iPhone fans here that, uh, that the numbers are up there. So, but, uh, all right, and then the last thing I want to mention is uh, my friends at iPhone Life Magazine. I did have uh, Editor-in-Chief Donna Cleveland on the show a number of weeks ago. I'm shout out to her and uh, and the team with the magazine. Uh, they offered me to write an article for the magazine. And, uh, nice. It's, it's due to be out uh, in, in the wild here any, time, any day now. I have advanced copy of it, so... Uh, and, what's uh, the what's is it is that a monthly or a quarterly? They they come out quarterly, so they're they're only published every uh, during the season. So it's, this is the summer issue. I wish it was summer ready, and it's already the summer issue. So, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, uh, the the name of the article is "Find Your Favorite Podcast App: uh, Six Top Picks with Features for Every Listener." And I did I did a review of about six different podcast apps, including Apple's podcast app and Downcast, uh, Procast. I've talked about all these before. Overcast, Castro, and Outcast. Uh, Outcast is the app that's used for uh, the Apple Watch too. So uh, right. I'll, I'll, once uh, once it comes out, I'll be sharing it on social media and uh, and and such. You'll be able to find it uh, uh, there as well as you should go to your local newsstand and pick up a copy of the of the issue because they're there. It's iPhone Life magazine. Uh, I know not a lot of people know the magazines. Sometimes it, it's funny. I'm showing it to a lot of my peers at work today, and just like I've never heard of that magazine before, <laughs> but it's been around for a long time. So I so I kind of give a shout out to them, and I definitely try to to uh, promote it. So we'll uh, check that out. So is is that the same publisher that used to have uh, MacLife magazine? Uh, no, MacLife is uh, Future. This was the one that it was Thaddeus Computing was the was the previous one that did the uh, the Pocket PC. Uh, oh right, uh, right, right. Magazine okay. and, and yeah, it's those guys. And so, uh, based in Iowa, so that's uh, some good friends out here, out there in Iowa. So uh, hopefully everybody's listening. So, uh, but uh, I will definitely share that out once once it's available for everybody. Um, excuse me. So uh, a couple topics where I wanted to uh, uh, chat about this week, this uh, this time around is I want to talk a little bit about buying an iPhone. You know, both of us have purchased iPhones, and you have an iPhone, I have an iPhone, and. Uh, Everybody has a different view of, of what they want uh, as far as in an iPhone. Of course, me, as everybody's been as known that they've listened to this show, is I'm crazy and get every new iPhone there is every year. <laughs> and most people are not the normal person like I am. So, uh, so I don't tend to recommend that if you're not like that and, and enjoy the latest technology. Uh, the nice thing is Apple does have a great uh, trading program with uh, with their uh, their buyback of the phone. So you you just pay for it for a year and then you trade it in. So you're basically renting the phone for a year. So when the new the new iPhone comes out uh, in uh, November, October, November probably is when it'll be. Uh, you know you know me. I'll be talking about it and uh, I'll have the new one. So. I currently have the 10s Max, and uh, if you look at nice. the, yeah, it's it's a beautiful phone. I really love it. Um, I'm very happy with it, and uh, it's uh, it, it, it's it, it is a big phone, and that's the thing. You everybody has to think about what's what's the best for them. Some people love this big phone because they love the screen, and uh, that's what's that's what's so great about it. But the the great thing of what Apple has done is they've in their line they they still offer uh, a lot of these other phones. Uh, so the other phone that's out there, iPhone that's out there is the 10R. 10R is a great, uh, inexpensive, but has a lot of uh, packed features. I think the iPhone 10 is still out there in the wild. You still yeah, could you could buy the, the 10, and it's it's on uh, Apple's. Uh, uh, I I have a view of their their customer scenario form from being of the Apple user group, so I kind of use that information here. So. Then you got the eight and eight plus. I know you have that eight plus, right? Yeah, I've got the eight plus. Yeah. And then there's the seven. Seven plus is still out there, and then the six S and six S plus is still out there. Interesting to see when that drops off soon. Uh, with uh, the the discussions coming in June with the, with the the new version of iOS and where the where the products are going to go. So if you look across the lines of all of those phones, I mean, the, if you look at this, there's there's what there's six different models you can choose from. Actually, seven if you count the ten S. Uh, what, what do you what what do you really want in a phone? Now, what what made you choose the, the iPhone eight at the time? Did you did you buy the iPhone eight when the ten was already out, or does it before? Yes, yes, so, I did. Okay, um, and it, if everybody remembers, I'll remind everybody because I got nothing but heck. I got nothing but hell about it. 
Uh, I did buy the iPhone 8, and, and Warren Sklar, our buddy, uh, in Mac to the Future, uh, did, did right. uh, rip me a new one, and, he, and I, it was well-deserved uh, by me buying the iPhone 8, saying, oh, no, I don't need the 10. It's 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 so overpriced, and it's not going to be worth it, and this and that. And then two months later, I gave in. and <laughs> got a 10. I got a 10 and, and took a loss on the 8, so the 8 Plus. So live and learn, but I, I should know better that I, I'm passionate enough about iPhone technology that, I need to go to the top of the line. So, but the iPhone eight plus, you've been very happy with it, right? I mean, it's got, yes. it's, got it's got, it's got a lot of great uh, design. And if you want this, an all glass design, the phone is designed with all glass. It's got the retina HD display. It's true tone. It's got advanced, uh, it's got advanced cameras. So you go with cameras. Yep. Do you take a lot of pictures with it? Uh, well, it's my, it's my primary camera as, sure, as, as is most. most people's smartphones these days. Uh, the other thing that drew me to it over the 10 at the time was that it, it still had the the headphone port, right. which I have since kind of, cause you know, I have the, you know, that I have the ear pods now and I have a few other Bluetooth based, um, uh, headphone, not headphone, ear, earphone, whatever. Yeah. And it's, you know, the, the headphone port isn't nearly as important to me as I thought it was going to be when I bought the eight y- a year and a half ago, two years ago. Right. Um, I, I look at it now and if I was looking to buy a phone today, what would I want in it? Well, the headphone port wouldn't be that big of a deal. Right. Uh, I don't really care currently about uh, Qi charging. Okay. But, so, you have, but you have it. I have it with the eight, but it, it's not like it's one of those features. It's like, oh, it doesn't have Qi charging. I'm not going to get it. Uh, as compared to when I, you know, I, I just bought a car, and one of the one of the main criteria of my car, car was having CarPlay, right. uh, which is how I ended up with a Kia Soul, which is weird because I'm I, I'm like twice the size of this car. <laughs> <laughs> but well, actually, no. You and I drove around. Yes, right? you gave me right when I was when I was in Chicago for Max Stock last yep. year. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, I think having a decent camera. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would like to see them do across the board is get rid of the lightning port and go strictly yeah. USB C. Uh, even for I mean, across the board, just just get rid of it because at this point. All you're really doing is delaying the inevitable. You're right. You're right. I mean, just yeah. like the way that when the thirty the pin, 30 the, pin, 30 pin connector with that thing was just giant. I think I think back to that thing. I because I had every iPhone since basically the three, three S and, and and higher. So I, I only only iPhone I never owned was the was the first gen. I'll probably probably was better off because it was expensive yeah. and and, f- and not that great not that great so yeah uh but i had the 3g 3gs going all the way up to the current model so i've 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 gone through a lot of phones i've seen the iphone evolve and uh you're and then the, when the 30 pin connector finally went away i think it was the 4s was the last one and went right to the five yeah uh, uh that was that was huge it was great oh this is awesome but people oh uh, so people, many people, people and were the same kind of thing with, oh, yeah. with the headphone port what was it? Two years ago, right. when Apple got rid of the headphone With port, the 10, yeah. everybody was like, "Oh my God, I can't believe it!" But well, people are just going to drop the iPhone right. and blah blah. And what happened? Nobody really dropped the iPhone because of a headphone port. Right. And all the other smartphone manufacturers are basically now dropping the headphone port right. because Bluetooth is more than capable of getting the job done. Oh, uh, Bluetooth earphones for the most part are lasting anywhere from four to 10 hours on a single charge, which is an, you know, this is the same kind of yeah. stupid argument that I heard when the Apple watch first came out. It's like, Oh, if you, if you, you, know, you won't be able to wear it all day. It'll run out of juice. It's like, shut oh, up, no, you know, go hug an analyst because you sound like an idiot. Just let it go. Apple watch 72%. I've had it on all day. I mean, yeah, yeah. My, I don't have mine on at the moment, but yeah, you know, typically when, when I get home from work, I take, you know, my watch is on the charger. I put it on my wrist when I go to work, yeah. I get home, I get ready for bed at, you know, nine, 10, 11 o'clock at night, though closer to nine o'clock night these days. <laughs> and my watch still has 50 to 70% on it. And it's a yeah. series three. Yep, and exactly. it's the same thing, the same thing with like so many of these, these earbuds, uh, you know, it, most of the time when, when I'm using the phone in such a way that I'm consuming content, I'm typically in the car going to work. So I'm listening to podcasts or music right. or, or what have you. And that's all being done through either Bluetooth or, or directly through the lightning, lightning port. Right. So uh, 
I I, uh, I look at the other models now. If if someone wanted to buy the seven or the or the six series, you know what? They're great little phones. I mean, the seven they is are. cheap. It's five hundred bucks. You could buy it outright. You know, if you if if you if you if you don't want to have the payment plan through whether it be through Apple or through the carrier, you know, you might have uh, four or five hundred bucks that you want to put put down and just yeah. get a good simple phone. The seven and seven plus is a great phone. It's, and you're uh, looking it, at you're looking at two to three years of OS updates. Yeah, the seven will be phone. around for the for sure. The seven. Um, this, the seven, uh, is, is got the iconic design. It's got the headphone jack. It's, uh, it's got a powerful and advanced camera and it, it's fine. The six S is probably going to be more somebody who's looking for a more bargain phone. And that's going to be maybe an entry level, uh, iPhone user. If you're an entry level type person, you don't want to spend a ton of dough. You probably, I think you can get the six S for probably $400. I haven't looked at what or less or less depending. Yeah. Um, and it's got, you know, all these, all these all these phones have the ca- the 12 megapixel camera. You have the video. You have uh, HDR. You have the FaceTime HD on your front facing camera. Um, the the six, seven, and eight are Touch ID. So if you, if you if you you know that's the other big complaint. I think a lot of people are still not liking the fact that there's no home button. That they don't like the uh, the, the swipe up on a 10 10s and the 10s. Well, you could. You, I mean, you, it's like it's like saying I I don't want to use this mouse because it. It, right. It's not a single button mouse. You know, you get used to the technology that you have, and eventually, you you know, it's evolve or die. Frankly, right. you know, you you it you can't hang on to something like a, a 4s oh. just because it doesn't. It has <laughs> it, some feature <laughs> that you really really. Well, you know, I picked up for about two hundred dollars uh, an mm-hmm. iPhone SE. And eventually, I, I will. One. I will probably be giving it. It was refurbed. You know, I'll, yeah, I'll probably give it. it to my wife, who is still on a um, a five S. So you know, she, but she likes because it'll be faster, and she likes the smaller form factor. Yeah. And see, this is this is the thing. You know, at this point, Apple, in my opinion, should drop the six, should drop the seven. You keep the eight. You keep the ten. And you keep the uh, the 10s, 10x, 10r, 10r, 10s. Yeah. So you've got you've got the latest model of the 10. You've got the 10r, and then you have the eight for people that still want Touch ID. And then you come out with a smaller phone that has at least the capabilities of the eight, but with a smaller form factor. That is the one gaping hole. Right. In Apple's lineup, I mean, right now they're all these these megaphones. They're all these huge, huge ass phones, and it's like not everybody wants four point seven inches of phone. Right. You know, they were happier with three and a half to four inches. And I, and I, and I went when I went from the eight plus to the ten, which I should have went from the seven plus to the ten. Uh, the ten is a five point eight inch screen, but you know the thing is, the ten, the ten R, and the ten S are all full screens. They don't have borders. Uh, whereas the state and the seven do, so right. so you're getting a much fuller screen. Uh, the chip between the ten and the eight is exactly the same. You have the A11 Bionic chip that's in both the ten and the eight and eight plus. So there was absolutely very no capable, very capable phones. Those two, seven and six again, it's all bargains. If you want, if you want something low end and you're not so con- overly concerned about uh, processing speed, the seven has an A10 Fusion chip, which is you know, perfectly fine. Uh, the six little little older and slower. Um, so I'll be honest. Yeah, I think that was the A nine. That was the A nine chip, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you go up to the ten S in the ten S Max and then ten R. Which one do you go in in that line? Well, I, a lot of people I've been talking to, I've got coworkers, I say, oh yeah, I just went with the ten R. I don't want to spend a lot of money because they're selling it for four to five hundred dollars on a deal if you trade in your old phone. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're, Apple is giving some pretty fair trading value uh, with that, and and that OLED screen is very nice. OLED screen is perfectly fine. The 10s has got the is got the, the the higher dynamic screen, so that's a really mm-hmm. the only difference. Um, and, oh, and and the camera is and the camera is different too. It's a uh, it has dual 12 megapixel cameras, where it's just a 12 megapixel camera, but they both have portrait mode, which everybody's pretty excited about having that feature. So, yeah. uh, so take a look at it in that sense how important is that to you and it's not i mean they're very comparable um i talked about it on the last show about dual sim um you have a dual sim capability on both the 10s 10s max and 10r so you can have uh, dual services on your phone 
I, as I talked about last week, I switched to the eSIM with T-Mobile. So now when I travel anywhere, I can get a, I can get a SIM from, I'm going to be going to Italy uh, in June. Uh, oh, nice. So I can take a, if I decide to so choose, I can get a, my SIM, my SIM slot's empty. I can just go and say, hey, let me just get a SIM from Italy and I can have two, two lines if, if, if necessary. So, but T-Mobile's got some good, good coverage. So, uh, and that'll get rid of any uh, overage and and um, yeah, exactly. roaming charges. Yeah, and T-Mobile's got a good, very good plan, and they're they're very good on the international travel. So I think they, they give you like free texting and yeah, give you like and that text. is that is something that you definitely want to look into if you're going overseas. Yeah, free, free texting, it, and then you get, yeah. they, and they're also giving. Um, I think it's a 3G uh, data for that's included in your plan, which is pretty awesome of them. So I, I'm so I can't tell you how happy I am. I switched away from AT and T to T Mobile. They've been just great. When they yeah, were, I, did, I when, did that a couple of years ago. Yeah, they're they're absolute great carrier. I, I love John Leisure. He's just a fun guy. I'm, I, I mean, love his stuff on Twitter. Oh, it's, it's just he's great. <laughs> he does his slow cooker Sunday. They give away the MLB at Bat app every year for free. You get to get to watch baseball if you're a baseball fan for free every year and oh, does chicago have a baseball team yes they do does, oh. does does the washington does the washington do have one either yeah well they didn't for a long time but now they finally yeah. do so that uh anyway off the topic there but uh i hope that g- gave listeners a little bit of insights to what uh to what to do when you come up with the phone I, I get that question asked so many times i figured this would be a great opportunity to uh to to review some of the phones with you tonight and uh, today and uh and get insights from both of us so any anything else you want us to add before we move on uh guy no i think i'm pretty good all right good all right so let's um now, let's move on, and I just closed my doc. <laughs> I didn't oh, mean to don't do that. Do that. You closed your show notes? Yeah, how can I do such a thing? Yeah, I noticed. I saw it because I have a couple of weird prequel grease things in there. Yeah. And I said, Dave Ginsburg has left. It's like, wait a second. These are your show notes, dude. I'm back now. All right. <laughs> so uh, the second topic I wanted to bring up today was the Apple services that were announced. We talked, you know, we kind of talked about it in uh, the last couple shows about the uh, the different services, but now that the dust has settled a little bit, I just kind of wanted to, to to get guys' opinion uh, uh, as well as uh, have a bit of a discussion uh, for what Apple uh, has coming, what is already here. We're going to talk about the news app a little bit more. I know I talked about it a great uh, a, a, a bit in the last couple shows, uh, but I think it's important. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a great uh, service. It's it's got growing pains, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but let's uh, start first with uh, the arcade. You know, we talked about this on Mac to the Future a little bit. There was an article about this, um, and again, I said I wasn't a gamer, um, but I don't know. It, it really is going to de- depend on what what they offer and how much they're going to charge. They're going to have all, as as you go on Apple's website, they say play over one hundred groundbreaking new games. Hey, and, hey, so. Uh, and so it's going to be a lot of a, uh, uh, augmented reality. Uh, I think it's going to, you know, make people want to play these games. Um, and it's already got a couple games already listed here. Uh, it looks like Lego brawls. That's going to be an interesting game. Uh, and hot lava. Okay, here we go. And again, like I said, I'm not much of a gamer here, but you know, the thing was they, they announced all this, got to try to get everybody excited about this. But they didn't tell you when it's being released. It's coming this fall. How much is it going to be? They, they yeah, never, we don't know. They never said a word about it. You know. No, so. there was a lot of of blank spaces in their services uh, announcements for the yeah. for the uh, it's showtime that they just did. Uh, as far as arcade goes, I I am a little bit of an iOS gamer, and yeah. uh, there's a number of games that I really really enjoy that I use almost every day. Uh, SimCity, robot robot wants. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> robot wants kitty. Uh, the the problem with SimCity though is that it is, you know, it, it was a relatively inexpensive game to buy, which kind of surprised me when I first bought it, and then I saw the catch in app purchases. Right. So. You get with all these in-app purchases, you get kind of steered toward okay. Well, you know, you could do this 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 really cool thing. Oh, we're sorry, you don't have enough mana, you don't have enough gas, you don't have enough of this, you don't have enough. But hey, you can get all that for this low payment right here, and it's it's annoying because it it kills the flow of the game, and 
the one thing that I'm kind of looking forward to with arcade is the, the, the death of in-app purchases. And I, I know there's probably going to be some publishers that are just going to fall right off the face of the earth because they don't know how to make a game without in-app purchases. Right. So they have to rely on making a really good game that a lot of people that are, are using iOS devices and the Apple TV and the Mac, these are games that, that they want that people want to play because if people don't play them, they don't get paid. Right. So you've got to come up with some good ideas. You've got to come up with ways to entice people to play your game. And so that's, that's really going to be the question. Can these publishers that have, you know, can they wean themselves off of the in-app purchases? I almost said a bad word there of, of using in-app purchases <laughs> to, to, uh, not so much supplement their income, but to be their income. Right. So can they can they stop doing that? And I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the other thing that could kill arcade is whether or not Apple can entice other large gaming companies. And you know, you'll notice that there wasn't anything, any word from Microsoft. There really wasn't any word no. from Nintendo. There wasn't any word from Sony over having some of their games also on this platform, which comes as absolutely no surprise, I think, right. to anybody. Yeah, it's still, still, still new. So, Anyway, that's Arcade. Uh, not much else to say about it. Uh, we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see in the fall what we'll, talk, what we'll be talking about at that time to see uh, what it all is about. Uh, the second service that was talked about was the, uh, the Apple credit card. This is mm. Apple Card. Um, <laughs> I, I want it. <laughs> I do. I have the Barclays card now, so I was always a happy uh, Apple uh, credit card customer. So, uh, but I want that card. I'm just looking at the yeah. picture. It's like, God, I, thing's you, so, I want the card, the physical. They card. had me. They had me at laser etched. Laser when etched. I saw that laser yeah. come down. It was like your name here. It's like, oh, 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 give me the card. I'm sorry, it's got forty eight thousand percent interest. No, Don't care. Just no, give me the card. Bad. It will cost $14 billion per year. I don't care. Yeah, no, it won't be that bad. No, no, but, it won't. But uh, the, the cool thing about it is it's going to be integrated into your phone and, and yes. your iPhone. And so when you make purchases, and I'm already doing that now with the Apple Wallet, with the, card, with the cards I already have. Uh, it's incorporated with the, with the cash card, so you can keep cash in there. Uh, it'll show your balance. It'll be easy to manage your bill. It'll be easy to pay it. I mean, why wouldn't you want to be the, I want to be the card you want to use for Also, Also, your rewards. The we'll rewards all be, will yep. all be there for you to see at any time you want. Yeah, the rewards is great because they'll, they'll be giving you percents back, and you'll get it right away. <coughs> uh, so you don't have to, uh, you don't have to wait. You know, like right now with the Barclays card, you got to, you know, I got it set to a hundred dollars before I get uh, my 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 Apple Store rewards card. Uh, but in this case, you no, know, each time you uh, you charge something, it's going to it's going to pay you back uh, mm -hmm. the, the, the following month, and there's no fees, no hidden ones. Um, it's backed by Goldman Sachs, which is you know pretty big big bank. I've been impressed that uh, they jumped on board with this, so it's going to be interesting. They say this is going to happen in the summer, and they said there's no gimmicks, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going yeah. To be I, so I that, just what, want what, that card. What, one of the services I was pretty pretty <laughs> pretty pleased that they, of what they announced. So, um, and then uh, we'll we'll lead into this uh, is the other one is the news app and, and, and the TV app. Let's talk a little bit about TV Plus. Let's be brief. I don't want to talk too much about this. Other than the fact it was like it was like an extravaganza during the announcement. <sighs> so you know, boring. Like, you got all the sneaks. Of, uh, there's already on here. Get a sneak peek and previews of the shows with Jennifer Aniston. Sort of. And uh, and there's the discussion with uh, Steven Spielberg and then Oprah. Of course, she's here. Oh gosh, I'm just looking at the videos on their site. So. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. Um, yeah, original content, that's great. And they, they attempted it last time, but it was a very poor attempt with the Revenge of the Apps or whatever the hell that, that, that Yeah, that and then show you was, had that, the, show was, that show was the so car, The car app you know, interviewing well, people in well, they cars. Well, car, they got Carpool Karaoke, which they just basically licensed away, uh, uh, licensed as part from of. From somebody else. Uh, James Corden from the Late Late Show. Uh, so, so they really hadn't done a lot of exciting things, uh, but so we'll it'll be see. I don't think there's much else we could say about it. Again, like you said, it's just like was quite of a quite a well, spectacle. Well, you know, here, here's here's the thing. You've got Netflix and Hulu and other services like CBS All Access creating original content. Right. Uh, but these are all companies that have a history of creating 
new content. Apple has no history here. Right. So, you know, instead of trying so hard to get everything Apple branded, they should just go to content creators mm -hmm. and say, you know, as part of part of the, 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 not so much the fee, but, but one of the rewards of, of doing a show exclusively for Apple uh, is also to get your name out there in the name of the company right. that is create, you know, it, it, it you know, they, they don't necessarily need to have the Apple brand on it. You know, it can be like you're, you know, you're being featured through our service, uh -huh. but it's your content and we let everybody know that. So this is great advertising for you right. as well as helping us, you know, helping us too. So, right. but right now I'm not, I, I'm not hearing a whole lot about that. Uh, no. the, and the other thing is if they're going to roll this out worldwide, well, you can't, you can't put out a comedy show about a U.S. centric morning news show with Jennifer Aniston, yeah, and have somebody in Germany give a crap about it. Just like you know, we watch UK shows. Sometimes UK shows uh, they take off in the United States. Uh, one of my favorite ones ever was from many years ago. If you ever watched it, the IT Crowd. That was oh a, yeah, that was the UK show, but it, it was just absolutely hilarious. Well, of course they tried to translate that show into a U.S. show, and it, it failed members miserably. They had a pilot. It was. Oh my god, it was horrible. Well, they had, and they actually had the guy that played Moss on. Yeah, they had the guy. Yeah, the Moss was on there, but the rest of the show was god awful. Was the, it? I don't think I ever saw it. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. The the the, the pilot never was released. NBC watched it and said, you know, what, we're we're we're, yeah, we're dumping yeah, this, this. And then, then of this course, isn't working. <laughs> then of course, it leaked out on the internet, and then people got to watch yeah. it you know, not too long ago. But actually, you're, if you're you right. want to see something kind of interesting, uh, look up the original pilot for The Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's not like it's not like what it was no. when it was actually no. released. And twelve years later, yeah. So, anyway, that's what's that's TV. Uh, and then the news app. Uh, I, I got. I, I talked about this uh, a number of shows already, I, but I, I just really am very impressed with this app. I mean, it has some growing pains. It does have some things that need to be uh, improved. I, I agree. Uh, but uh, I think with the amount of magazines and information that's available on this app, and it's only nine ninety nine a month not terribly expensive and you i'm hoping more and more newspapers come on board uh including uh like i would hope the washington post come would come around i mean that, that's a great uh, paper the new york times i know apple tried really hard to to try to get them on board but it just didn't they happen won't for a while they're they're, yeah. they're like they're like the uh metallica of yeah exactly of print newspapers you know they have they have spent many many years developing their own uh, right. online subscription service right. and the fact you know they they just don't want to hand over a lot of that subscription money to apple number one number and number two part of what makes it so lucrative for them is the fact that they get all the data from the people that subscribe right. to it right. whereas apple's like yeah you know what we're not going to give you that so you know we'll, we will give you money based on the number of people that that read your content and they're like, no, that's not good enough. We need to know right. who they are so that we can market to them. And you know, and this is one of the things that Apple pushed over and over and over again with this latest event. And you know, I look at I, when as I was seeing it, number, I was pissed off at first, uh, not so much about that, but just that it, the the whole event just was did not flow very well. Yeah. Uh, but every single time that I saw it came up come up on screen talking about how. Uh, you know, Apple's privacy standards are such that, you know, they're not going to sell you out to other people. You know, I wanted to stand up and applaud because sure. uh, there's just too much of that now. And I was, uh, I don't, do you listen to um, the Mac and Forth show with Carl Madden? No, I don't. He, well, he's, you know, another, another guy from the UK. He talks about these things uh, how and how privacy to him uh, he doesn't think that people really give a damn for the most part. You know, yeah. so they've been, they, they're, they've gotten so used to giving away all of their information on Facebook and with Google that it's just not a thing for them. So they just don't seem to care. Yeah. But, yeah. and I don't understand that attitude. I, to me, it's very important to me. And it's weird because being a public figure like you and I are with podcasts, right. you know, and and again, this isn't like you know, oh, we're such big stars because we do podcasts. Yeah. You know that that's not what this is. That's not what this is about. Far from it. But when you do podcasts, you're putting yourself out there, True. and everything that you do, especially people that that 
either listen or watch the content that you create, they're paying attention. So you, you don't get a lot of the leeway and you don't have the anonymity that a lot of other people do. So you, so privacy to me is very important because I put enough of myself out there as it is now. Yeah, we both do. So anyway, that's that's, that's, my name is, my name is James Cameron, by the way. I thought so. All right. So, so with the, uh, with the news app, I'll kind of lead into a couple tips. Uh, One of them uh, that caught my eye was, well, first off, whenever you go into the news app and you go into news plus, uh, I love how you can just browse the catalog and then you tap the button you go from A to M, you scroll through the magazines and look to see if one that catches your eye, you tap it and then you can, you can download the the latest um, or look at the latest issue. If you tap the title at the top, it will bring up all the past, um, uh, issues because that was one of the things that's kind of confusing. I think they need to fix that. So if you tap the title, then I can scroll through and it goes back like a year um, uh, of all the past issues. You also can tap the the heart, which would favorite it. So then it'll, it'll be one of your favorite magazines. Or you can tap the not, not favorite, then it won't show up in your list um, uh, when it when it comes up that way. One thing I did find, and I you know, this has been been on a lot of the uh, sites out there, but uh, it is a really cool uh, uh, trick that uh, people found. You know, the Wall Street Journal. They, they, yeah, the, the the big push was, oh yeah, Wall Street Journal's on the news app, which is great. News Plus, you can read most of their content. They, but you know, they have a paywall. They want, they want, they are gonna, they sure. still want people to pay for their their extensive part of the service. So there are not all articles are on there. So what you can do is. You can go on your iOS device, whether it be your iPad or your iPhone, and uh, you you go look uh, f- at an article. And if let's say you decide to uh, you, you read it, and it says, "Oh, well, you got to have you got to be signed in to read this." Well, you can you know you you can go into the style sheet and press the up arrow, and uh, you can scroll through the style sheet in the second row, and then say, "Read open in news." from that article so when i tap that and put open open in news what happens is it opens into the news app and voila you get to read the article so you don't necessarily have to have a subscription with the wall street journal um i I even tried it with the chicago tribune and uh, it works with them as well and the los angeles times so those are a couple of newspapers that are already out there so there is going to be ways around uh, the content and being able to uh, uh being able to get around that stuff have you used the news app at all have you tried playing with it uh, I have played with a little bit, not the News Plus app, but just the the regular news app, and it's it's much. Here's the thing about the news app: you get out of it what you put into it. So if you just start it up and you use its default settings, uh, you probably aren't going to see a whole lot of what it is that you want to see. But if you take just a little bit of time and say, okay, well, here are some of my interests. Here are some of the, the magazines or newspapers that I'm interested in, you'll find that that Apple's curation process is not bad. It's not great, um, but it's not bad. And you'll get a lot more out of it if you put a, just a little bit more time into it. And this isn't even, even talking about the, the the paid service. Yeah. So, yeah, I I find the uh, the news app to be very interesting. Now, would I be willing to pay for it? I, I don't know. Um, well, they got a free trial, so you can try it for a month. Yeah. You know, I, here, you know, here's the thing. We got recently, my wife and I got, as a thank you, uh, two meals from one of those, I won't say what the service is, one of those services that send you the entire meals. Mm-hmm. And in order to get those two free meals, my wife had to give them a credit card and right. all this other crap. And then they make it very, very difficult to unsubscribe. And I found the CBS All Access was kind of pulling this this same thing. Yeah. Um, a free service should be free. And you should be getting notifications as to, like, you have three or four days left before the free part of it expires you should be getting notifications on your computer and emails and everything else going, okay, understand that you are coming up to the cliff of your free part of the service. And if yep. you don't cancel before then, you know, it's, it's going to cost you money, but no, they don't, most companies don't do this, including I mean, Apple. Apple's good. I mean, cause I've, I've canceled my subscriptions. It's never been a problem, but no, I understand your, your resistance. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 you've been through, some but, bad bad stuff so yeah but apparently resistance is futile this is true 
All right. So with with all the time we have left here, I wanted to hit on a couple tips here, um, uh, beyond um, beyond the news uh, plus here. Um, were you aware you use your AirPods, right? And uh, oh, yeah. you 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 love them like I do. Um, do you know you can go into the into the settings and actually make changes uh, to where the where you tap on the uh, on the AirPod? Uh, and the way to do that is if you go into the Bluetooth and you'll see your AirPods listed as one of the Bluetooth devices, you tap the little I, which is the information button here, and uh, you can go through here and actually make changes to double tap. So if you go in here, it shows the name of the iPod, the AirPods. So, of course, I name it with my name on it. Um, I'm assuming you did as well. Uh, but you also yeah. go in, in into that that setting is is and change the double tap on AirPod the left or the right. So you could set it for Siri, you could set it for play or pause, next track, previous track, or you could turn it off completely. So because sometimes people don't want to deal with it, and so they touch it sometimes and they just don't like it. Uh, I know the the new versions of the AirPods, you can say hey you that you woman there, uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, it will um, hey that name hey that name and it will. Um, it will trigger it automatically because uh, the well the old version which I still have yeah surprisingly yeah, I have not upgraded too. I'm not going to upgrade because I think the AirPods are fine for what yeah. they do. Uh, people are saying that the AirPods are a little faster with connection times and such. That's fine. I'll deal with it. Uh, but yeah. anyway, it, it, it's not like I've sat there, put them in my ears, and gone, "Oh come on, I want to yeah. hear music now." And uh, you can also change the mic setting too if you go down to the bottom and and make changes if you want it. To, it'll be automatic. Uh, setting or you can make it the left or the right airpod whichever you so so choose so if anybody didn't know that in your airpods you can you you do have uh, ways of uh, customizing a change in there um other thing i wanted to uh, talk about a little bit was i don't know if anybody was aware of this you use the 3d touch on a lot of uh, your apps at all uh die you know 3d t- um, 3d touch actually i i really don't <laughs> no. it's it's it, this it's the same kind of thing with um, uh, multi-apps on the screens. I, I just yeah. okay. haven't used it that much. Well, the cool thing with this tip is uh, a lot of us use folders. and I'm, I'm, I mean, I've seen some people have, that's all they have are folders. I've gotten really bad and just let apps float out, and you know, I've got seven, eight pages now. So, <laughs> uh, But I used to be all the time, I would always put everything in folders. But the cool thing with folders is if, if you look at folders, like I have a folder here with all my social media accounts, and there's some notifications from Twitter. So if I tap and hold the folder, it'll bring up the uh, the 3D Touch to, to where the where it tells me it brings up just the app that has a notification, so I can quickly get to it. So then I tap Twitter, and then it's going to bring me in there, so then I can take a look at all the notifications that are are uh, popped up. So another tip there, and then the last tip I wanted to throw out there was, um, and I know you're a big Pages user because we do you do your yes. show notes and Pages all the time. Um, pages has a. Have you ever tried this feature? The the tele, uh, using Pages as a teleprompter on your iPad. You know, it's I saw I just happened to glance down and I saw that because I'm I'm in the process right now of putting the finishing touches mm-hmm. on a script that's related to the Max conference and Expo. Yeah, exactly. And, perfect for it. Yeah. And I was just looking at that earlier earlier tonight on on how I could use my iPad because I moved everything not so much into pages, but I moved it into Dropbox. And the reason why I did that yep. was bec- it's kind of hard to explain without giving away the secret of what it is I'm trying to do. But there are certain audio files that I need to have playing in order to do what it is that I'm trying to do. And it was easier to set that up through Dropbox. So yeah. I'm only doing it in one application right. instead of trying to switch between pages and an audio app to get those things happening at the same time. Yeah. So what you do is you actually tap the the, the, the three dots on the top right in pages. This is on the iPad. And then you have a, uh, you have a uh, choice here, pre- presenter mode. You tap it. It becomes a black screen. You then tap the, uh, the 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 A's at the top right, and then if you notice, there's a turn on for auto scroll. You turn the auto scroll on, and then you tap it, and then it starts scrolling. That is so cool. So now you can have this iPad. Really? Yeah. And now it's, now it's auto scrolling. I'll show you how it's looking on on the camera as you see me here. Um, that that was the notes from yesterday's show, and it's just scrolling through and. <laughs> Those are some great words. Who that, wrote that, those words? There were some good words that uh, were written there. But, <laughs> but this this is just like a teleprompter. This is so it cool. It is cool. 
Yeah, I, I didn't even know this feature. So check it out. This is in Pages on the iPad. I haven't tried it on the iPhone, uh, but I don't think the iPhone would be as, as effective as the iPad would be. With okay, this, well, you know, screen. having seen that, here's an app idea. All right. That same functionality, but you can control you can control it from your iPhone. So you're looking at the yeah. iPad across the I room, like this. Cool. and yeah. and you're con- and you're without looking at your phone, you're controlling the screen on your iPad as far as the words scrolling up and down. Yep. So there's a few of our tips. The show is just I can't believe the time has just flown by. But uh, before we leave, I have one one thing I want to talk about. Uh, there's an app that I wanted to mention. Uh, the app is called Glimpse. It's G L Y M P S E. Have you are you familiar with this app at all? No, I am not. What it is is it's a it's an app that allows you to track where somebody is for a brief amount of time. Unlike Find My Friends, where it's either you know oh, where everybody yeah. is and where yes or, or, no. or or you don't. Yes or well, no, right? Well, my my good friend and our our good friend Barry Folk. Uh, I just mm-hmm. saw him the other day, and uh, shout out to Barry. And he's been using this app for a while, and I just keep forgetting to. Uh, to do it, so he was coming to meet me, and uh, and he sent that to me. So, oh, I, and I got to see in real time where he was driving as he was approaching where uh, we were. So, it's a just a fast, free way just just to share your real time location via U, a GPS. You can set it for a time limit, like thirty minutes or twenty minutes or wherever. It doesn't isn't going to track you all the time, and just a quick way of doing that. You can do it with your coworkers, your friends, your 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 uh, your, your family. Um, there's no sign up. There's no. It doesn't cost anything. It's absolutely free. Um, check that one out. I think it was a great app uh, that, that Barry was using, and I wanted to, to, to give it out there. I know it's been around for 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 a few years. I haven't seen a, a ton of updates on it. I don't know if it's been it hasn't been updated in quite a, a few months, but but that's okay. But it's it's still does, still current. It, does that give like notifications as you get closer? Yes. Yeah. You oh, just, that is so cool. You, know, you can turn on the notifications. Yep. 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 Oh, that is really neat. So check it out. I like that. It's in the show notes. Glimpse, and uh, you share your location. So with that, I wanted to talk a little bit about MaxTop. We won't go too crazy because I've been going crazy about MaxTop. But you know what? I am crazy about <laughs> MaxTop because we yeah. both love MaxTop. We do. Uh, MaxTop2019.com uh, uh, is the website. Links in the show notes. I'm speaking again this year. This is my fifth year. I, I can't believe five years. I've been very exp- I'm very excited about that. You've you've spoken, uh, I think, all five years as well, doing in, uh, various uh in various capacities. This year, you're going to do the the uh, the MyMac uh, game show. Game with- show, yeah. Last year and this year, I, I I'm not heading a particular topic, right. though I do I do not so much this year um, unless Mike needs me to. Right. Uh, but next year, I would I would like to have a session. Okay. Well, well, make sure I, you talk. I talk a lot about podcasting and, uh, yeah, and fact, audio. I watched your uh, when you the one you did on the first year. I would rewatch that. That's out. That's out on the Max Talk YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, I was using. I was using. That? Um, yeah, was uh, uh, what was that? What is it's? It's not pages. It's not numbers. Oh, it's Keynote. Keynote. Yeah, yeah, I was using Keynote, but I, I had all of my animations. The, the, animation, up. the, the transitions were going. Yeah. Was so basically, I was like, okay, now I'm going to start this 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 animation about bringing gas on stage. I turn around, it was already done. Yeah. And it was like, oh well, okay, so, that worked out well. Mm. Well, anyway, we'd love to come have you come out. That the the event is on yeah. July oh, yeah. 27th, 28th. We have a blast. A lot of great networking. Uh, David Sparks is going to be there. Chuck Joyner is going to be there. Uh, Allison Sheridan. All my friends that come on and there's guests, a lot of them are going to be there. It's already, all the all the speakers are announced. So you go to the website maxstock2019.com, you'll be able to see everybody who's uh, listed that's going to be speaking. Um, uh, David yep. Sparks will, will be doing his 500th episode for the Mac Power users. Can't wait to watch that it's, as well as he's speaking. So it's uh, it's going to be a lot lot of great fun, great food, and uh, and great networking. So yeah, and the you, thing to remember <laughs> about Maxstock is all of the people that are that are speaking are very very accessible. Yes. So if anyone who has gone to who went to you know the the long now since gone MacWorld Expo, yep. uh, you would see these guys up on stage and then you would never see them again. Yep. And but here at MacStock, it's small, it's intimate, and anyone yep. who has been on stage, I I can't think of a single one of them that wouldn't stop yep. to, to talk to you after their presentation yep. is over. To give you tips and tricks and all the rest of that on whatever it was they were talking about. A lot of new, a lot of new speakers, show. a lot of new speakers this year. So come check it out. Click the link. Um, if you want, uh, I have a link to where you can buy your tickets today. Uh, and if you use my uh, code, I have an offer code. My offer code is in touch, and you will save ten dollars off the early bird price, which is already dirt cheap. Hundred. Yeah. I'll put down one hundred and sixty nine dollars for for two day event and. 
this come out. Actually, We've, two and a half days because you got Friday night too. Oh yeah, well, we have a, we're, we're going to have even events before that. We got planned, so there, there's uh, that's to come. So we we got a lot planned. So come out and see us. With that, so let's uh, let's we're almost near our wrap up here, guy. Tell everybody how they can uh, get a hold of you and find you and what you do. And <laughs> I have it all in the notes, but uh, but yeah. go ahead and tell us. Well, I uh, I avoid the men in the shiny white coats, uh, but so. you you can reach me. Uh, I have an email address. Naturally, it is guy at mymac.com. I do a couple of different podcasts. I do the mymac.com podcast with uh, the Gaz of the Maz for over ten years now. Uh, I do uh, kind of an odd little show where I record in my car. Uh, it's called Guy's Daily Drive, but I don't do it every day. Uh, okay. I do drive every day, but I, I don't do that show every day. Uh, and of course I also do the Mac to the future live cast with typically with, uh, with Dave and, and Warren Sklar yep. F- Facebook at 8 PM Eastern standard time. Usually, usually. um, use the last couple of weeks have been kind of shady. Yep. You know, we, we had some, some technical issues, but we yeah. got through it. We got through it last night. Uh, but it's so, so much fun. I have, I have such a great time doing it. And you can f- usually find all the stuff that I do over on my website, which is very oddly named vertshark.com, V-E-R-T-S-H-A-R-K. And there is a story, but I'm not going to tell it now. So there. Nope. Nah. It's, a, it's all in the show notes. So, All <laughs> right. Let's, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address at feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Or better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to listen are on that page. I am your, I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Again, Guy, thanks for being here. Very, you're very welcome. I always have a good time. Appreciate you being here. Great show, and thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you soon.